0: what's up people welcome to episode 140 of true to size what's going on everyone and welcome to true to size we are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I'm joined by the rest of the Quarantine at Canada God Soul, Mr. Joel Hernandez. Yo! And Mr. Alvin Martinez.
1: I just first want to apologize for all the sniffles and coughs you'll be hearing in the next hour, <laughs> but what's up?
0: Thank you for the preemptory apology, and that gives us the explanation as to why this week we are once again the Quarantine at Canada God Soul. For the first time in a while now, we're doing a remote episode again. Alvin has the sniffles, so to err on the side of caution, an abundance of caution, we are making sure we stay six kilometers away from him, minimum, (laughs) (laughs) at
2: least
0: (laughs) least six kilometers away. I think that's the new (laughs) guidelines. Honestly, all these new guidelines from the government are really hard to understand. So I think that it's now six kilometers away from one another at all times but i could be wrong i probably am wrong don't take my word for it anyways we've got a fun show this week our current fire round master yes we're gonna call him the current fire round master is back with another awesome question to get the show going then we've got a dunk party going on in the cgs picks, followed by some huge huge ish toronto sneaker news to share Then we've got an EEE that will require some discussion, and we're going to close out the show talking about
2: (laughs) ch-ch-ch-ch-changes.
0: Oh, baby. But first, Alvin.
1: Fire round.
0: Yes, the fire round. We like to start every show with a quick-hitting question from you, our listeners. And this week's question comes from, once again, it seems like... The Fire Round contributants, contributants, as we call them, come in like <laughs> waves. Like they come Ooh. with waves of really good questions, and then they disappear off the face of the earth for a while, and then they make a resurgence. Ooh. So right now, the current wave that we're riding is Weekends with Walt out of hey. California. He's back Don't with another Thank you. with another great question he says in the instagram era one of a sneakerhead's most important accessories is a camera either with a phone a dslr mirrorless or point and shoot bless you camera everyone is taking shoe pics he says canada got souls countdown to 2021 will be starting in a couple months that's insane This us take a yeah, pause for a moment of so that crazy. Um, and he says so everyone's gonna be working on their shoe photography he says i took a little dive into cgs's team instas to check out the photography style all you guys kill it with your own unique photography style and captions so to you what are the ingredients to a good shoe shot is it the fit the camera equipment, the setting, accessories, theming, the blurred background, lighting, the pose, or as Mars Blackman would ask, is it the shoes? Are you guys taking your own <laughs> shots or bringing a photographer? Just looking for some tips so I can show out in December. Oh,
3: true oh, oh, oh. nice. Anyone who's
0: fire round question is like a three-point essay will always be selected. That's the first point. For sure. Um... So, yeah, there was definitely like there was several different parts here. So Mm. we'll start with uh, the first thing he says. What are the ingredients to a good shoe shot? Um, So, Alvin, why don't you start first? Because you've been straight killing it uh, with your fancy equipment. So you can answer his question about like, is it the fit? Is it the camera equipment, the setting, accessories, theming, blurred background, blah, 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 blah. What are your uh, like give like three, four ingredients to like a solid shoe shot? We'll say on foot shoe shot.
1: Yeah, um, if it's on foot, you definitely don't have to worry about the fit. All you got to worry about is the pants and the socks. And then you can be topless if you really wanted to. Oh, Because I know he's in Cali and it gets kind of hot. So, you know, and yeah, he's been running. True. So he's probably really, really d's right now. Yeah, for real. Um,
0: topless shoe photos. And,
1: only. Uh, topless shoe photos, bro. Like for us, we can't do it because it's going to be hella cold. But no
0: yeah, one I mean, would know I'm if topless. we did it anyways. We could lie and say I was <laughs> topless in this photo and no one would know. No, they'd be none um, the wiser.
1: <laughs> um and then lighting is definitely uh a huge thing. Uh you don't want to take a picture with um your shadow cast on your shoes because it'll take away the good stuff. <clears throat> and um unless you're 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 able to find like a shadow like Lawrence where there's a sort of a pattern. Um I'm not sure if you guys saw that dunk photo we posted today, but it was fire. Thanks, man. Fire. Um if you can find something like that that's definitely dope to be able to use because you can still like highlight the dopeness of the shoe um and then in terms of blur you don't really need a blur so long as your background is um simple and there's nothing to distract in the background that takes away from the shoe i would say
0: great great explanation from a great shoe photographer um joel what about you what goes into a, a solid shoe shot for you
3: um it's pretty much like all of the above man like you got to have, like, you know, like a really good camera. Um, I shoot mine on the iPhone 11 uh, Pro. So, you know, I just use that like a camera phone. But Make sure that it's at least, like, a decent decent quality photo that you get. Um, uh, lighting, obviously. Um, background and whatnot. Um, angles. You got to work the uh-huh. angles.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> um,
3: I usually sometimes get mirror to uh shoot my shots
0: yeah that was the Um, second part here i knew that you always had a a helper there
3: yeah like invest in a tripod but you (laughs) know if you want to take like you know 15 20 shots to get that one shot like go do it but you know if you have if you got like an extra hand that 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 they know what they're doing pretty much or you can just guide them through it that that'll help for sure but yeah i mean like all that stuff anything anything that that alvin says is, is like you know (laughs) <laughs> what's,
0: what's up, man? Listen to what Alvin has to say on this topic. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: yeah, like, I think that the camera equipment is definitely secondary. Like Joel said, you can get away with if you have a half-decent newer phone. Mm. Um, like, people will always ask me, like, do you have a camera? I'm like, yeah, on my telephone. Like, yes, I do. Yeah. Um, so, like, you can definitely get away with it. Like, portrait mode is your friend, obviously, mm-hmm. um, because it blurs the background for you. And on the newer phones, yeah. you can actually change the f-stop, so you can change how much is blurred in the background, which is super clutch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. The background itself, like Alvin said, something plain is usually pretty cool or something on the- like the theme of the like the tone of the shot you're trying to get. Like if you want something Ooh, yeah. grungy in front of like a brick wall or some graffiti is cool. If you want something more natural or like earth tony, then maybe with some leaves or trees or whatever in the background. But yeah, like Alvin said, nothing to distract from the photo. Um, Mm -hmm. no like stores or I hate when there's people in the background, like anything like that. I'm always stay away from. And like Alvin said, topless, you can go definitely topless and just the pants and the socks is the main goal for me. Um, (laughs) lighting. I find as long as you can get enough focus and you can focus enough on the shoe lighting, you can edit out and like, you can fix post like, Another thing I would recommend is get another app other than Instagram to edit your Mm -hmm. photos. Um, Instagram has a lot. Like I still, right before I post, we'll do a couple last touch-ups. But I use like third-party applications to edit all like the the hard stuff to do. Like the the healing and like cropping things out or whatever is done. Not in Instagram. But uh, yo, I'm excited for December now, man
3: crazy man Jeez. it's really creeping right up right
0: around the corner it's yeah it's really creeping up man it's it feels like march 14th right now to be honest we just want but
3: it's like we just want 2020 done and over that's
0: with, pretty man. much it i think everyone's like this, down like, for the COVID like, year maybe the countdown is just going to be even bigger this year because no one else has anything else to do so you might as well yeah, take pictures exactly. of your shoes I right hope so, man. Yeah, that would be I would hope so. that would be super nice and i also heard this is like a side note and like any other person who takes pictures of their shoes and post them on instagram will relate to this apparently ontario is considering getting rid of daylight savings time uh, so that means that we're not going to have like pitch black at 4 p.m in december yeah. which would be beautiful no. it gives us like an extra hour or whatever to take a photo because if you don't take your photo by like four thirty in december it's, you night. can't see shit it's lit- yeah. literal darkness. So, so that's a positive that is exciting to me and probably not many other people, but that was the first thing I thought of like, oh, I can take shoe pictures in the evening and it'll work out.
1: Um, Only sneakerheads would be thankful for that shit. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's the farmer. <laughs> daylight saving,
0: I think, was made for farmers, so they have more time to like farm. So yeah. it's the yeah, farmers yeah. who are on the team of daylight savings and the sneakerheads who are like, get rid of daylight savings, and everyone else doesn't give a fuck. Like, it's yeah. just though it's sneakerheads versus farmers. That's it. <laughs> it's juicy. If you would like to submit a question for the fire round and have us answer it on the pod, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at soul at gmail.com. Somebody please dethrone Weekends with Walt. He's been too many, too many good questions. We need somebody else in here. We got to switch yeah. it up. Next up, the CGS picks. Each week, we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop, scoop, whoop-de-whoop, or Alvin's trademarked phrase... C'est très joli. Beautiful. Oh, nice. In other words, yes. just cute. Um, so this week we're going to do the picks in order of brightness. So, my pick my pick is the brightest, so I get to go first. And my pick this week is a Nike Dunk. Again, Nike Dunk low. I believe it's an SB, but I cannot confirm. It's not an SB, sorry. The box does not say SB on it. Nike Dunk Low, in collaboration with Cactus Plant Flea Market, who've been doing their thing for a couple of years now. Still a relatively new brand overall. And uh, it was kind of rumored all year that they were going to do a Nike Dunk. Like, I believe the news broke even late last year. But uh, we now have official images. LeBron wore them during his pre-game walk to wherever they walk to now in the bubble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the shoe is like insane so everyone thought it was going to be like a plain motif with just like their weird smiley face logo on them and they completely flipped it on its head it's a off-white ish like sail light gray nike dunk plastered with rhinestones all over it top to bottom except for the midsole up the tongue everything just rhinestones super tacky um and honestly i think they're pretty cool like they're, yeah. so, they're they're so different and they're so unique. Like you can't wear this to go to the grocery store, but like if you pull up to like a sneaker event wearing this, it's like, yo, that's like, this guy has been waiting to wear this forever. Like this is a, it's a cool shoe overall. <laughs> Any shoe that like people mm. thought it was going to be something when they heard about it. And it turns out to be something else is always good in my books. Anything like, I think that's when a collab does its job when it can surprise you. And that's exactly what this did for everybody. So I'm going to call them cute, I don't know if I'm gonna pursue them super super heavily, but I think they're unique. There supposedly is like a sage colorway as well coming out, so that'll be cool to see. But yeah, I think they're all right. They're pretty. They're pretty cute. That's a good très jolie is what they are to me. Uh, Alvin, what do you got?
1: Well, my Habibis. <laughs> I, uh, oh my god! <laughs> I got the I got the Dubai Frame Skate uh, Store. Oh, that's, um, Dubai. that's teamed okay. up with Nike SB with their dunk low named Habibi. And um I honestly want these just because I think of you guys when I hear Habibi. Ya la <laughs> um, Habibi but, that's So Crane Skate is actually a pretty dope <laughs> store uh in Dubai. I kinda wanna go now. It's mm-hmm. like a Japanese style store. Um so literally it's a skate shop, but they also have like a cafe. And oh. they also do ramen noodles out there, bro. Whoa. So it's literally like a Japanese store in Dubai, which is crazy. It's That's amazing. Goals. We should totally go. Yeah, so man. Next CGS trip. Yeah. Real Dubai. Um, but the the shoe itself, um, <laughs> it's kind of like a kind of looks like the uh Chicago SB Lowe's that came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Except you got two swooshes. One of them is the black swoosh. Um, with, like, a uh, tumbled leather, and the other one is, like, the the swoosh underneath is, like, a green swoosh with um, corduroy, I believe. Um, Leather looks premium. The panel in the middle, um, where the swooshes are, kind of looks like mesh as opposed to a leather or some sort of other material. I can't really tell. Mm -hmm. Uh, The tongue is is black, and it features the store's um, logo. And then the laces are probably one of the dopest parts of the shoe.
2: Yeah,
1: um, it's literally that houndstooth um, pattern, um, which it's like that that scarf that everyone used to wear, that really mm-hmm. big ass scarf that you used to wrap around your uh, your neck when it was cold or not even cold. <laughs> but um, and then the outsoles are like a translucent gummy like a gummy bronze or like maybe it's a red, but it's just translucent. That's why it's that brownish color. Um, but it's honestly a pretty dope shoe. Uh, definitely going to try to cop. Um, and then the tongue, sorry, I just noticed right now, the tongues are two different colors. So on one foot, the tongue is black and the other foot, the tongue is white. So. Altogether, it shoe. sounds I'm like a down. good shoe to me. Yeah, super down. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's for my Habibi, so you can't get really mad at me for that. So. <laughs> These are going to be like a super duper cop, but I know. It's gonna be a struggle because it's probably that just just exclusive to frame. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And S B S these days are just ridiculously crazy. So. Yeah.
0: Any dunk is you impossible know. to get. Yeah. Mm. I had to double check who that song "Yalla Habibi" was by. Is by Wolf. Carl Wolf. That's correct. Yeah. Carl Wolf.
1: I wonder what no, yeah. Carl
0: Wolf is up to these
1: days. Yalla Habibi. That was good.
0: I don't know what. <laughs> I, he's probably still making money off that song. That's what Carl Wolfe oh, is yeah, to yeah, bro. yeah I still play
1: it out loud in my yeah. car. Do you?
0: Down. Wow.
1: That
0: sounds like a party in Alvin's car. Party. Carl Wolfe. It's in my garage, too. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to 2011. Let's get it.
3: Uh.
0: <laughs> uh, Joel, what's your pick this week?
3: Uh, speaking of 2011... <laughs> uh, <I'm> also... <laughs> yeah. So my pick is the Nike Dunk High. Surprise, surprise. Um, Notra, collabo that they got.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a
3: Chicago-based um, sneaker shop. Um, Notra or Notra? Notra, um, yeah. Notra, yeah. So it's it's their it's their uh sort of like their collabo with with it, and um it's sort of like a mechanic-inspired uh, sneaker. It's it's predominantly all white. Uh, like a, with hits of gray gray like suede paneling all over it's light gray um you get the patina midsole with the gray um sole uh it's super clean you got the the uh, the name of the shop Notre in in sort of like a mechanics you know how like mechanics mechanics have their name in that that patch over on the on the coveralls kind mm-hmm. of thing it's sort of like that patch on the tongue so it sort of has has that kind of flavor there um, it's a super clean shoe, um, supple, supple suede. Um, on the medial side, the way that they, they, um, they put their, it's sort of like, it's sort of like a handshake kind of thing. If you look at the, the swoosh, I was wondering the the what that was. I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's their, that's their logo. from, oh, what, from what I was reading, that's um, sick. They sort of combined like their, like a handshake. You got to take it out. You got to check out the pictures. Um, it's a it's a really dope shoe. Uh, it's a high. Um, for me, I'm you know I'm a low guy, but these are really 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 super dope bangers. And with the laces too. Like you got you got like the the gray creamish um, um, laces with the red red hits on it as well. So it's sort of, sort of like a candy stripe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it all ties in together with the uh, with the um, the patch on the tongue but yeah man it's a pretty cool shoe
0: i really like that medial swoosh with like the hand i was trying to figure out what that was from the pictures the handshake i can see mm-hmm. it now that's like so yeah, yeah, clean yeah. the way they worked it into the swoosh i really like that yeah
3: the way it just flows like exactly. it just comes around the corner like yeah man it's pretty dope
0: yeah i'm a big fan of that detail and uh how do you mm-hmm. rate these shoes here joel do you give them a handshake
3: Super cute i give my handshake and a Thumbs up and a high-five and dap it up, you.
0: <laughs> That's a great, combina- <laughs> a great combination of hand gestures for the Notre SBs. Thank you. The Notra. Yeah, Next I mean. up, this week in Kicks, this is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers. And this is a pretty big one. Livestock is under new management. So they didn't really publicize this, but you can find it in the uh, public record if you will livestock which is a canadian sneaker boutique with locations in ontario manitoba and british columbia has been bought out by manchester based sports fashion retail company jd sports
2: which is
0: a pretty large uh As far as I know, pretty large sports retailer in uh, Europe, in England, I believe. So Livestock was founded in 2003 in Vancouver and currently has four brick-and-mortar storefronts. Livestock will not be changing their name. They're just basically, they were bought out, essentially, and I guess they have new management. So I'm definitely curious to see if they follow the uh, JD Sports model and they have like a, a more stores opening up, like if they're going to go that mm-hmm. direction, maybe they're just going to have a bigger online presence with more quantities and certain styles and shoes. But uh, it's interesting. It's very interesting, mm-hmm. especially the fact that yeah. such a, I mean, anything in Canada for us, I feel like feels small, but they're not, they are a global yeah. um, powerhouse mm-hmm. in the sneaker boutique world. But yeah, it just feels weird that livestock was noticed by such a big, Company and brand in JD Sports all the way from Europe. So,
1: yeah. so yeah, congrats, London, to, UK, man. Yeah,
0: congrats to maybe they'll maybe they'll open live stocks in Europe. Maybe that's maybe that's, maybe that's their sure. plan. I I couldn't. Or maybe tell. we'll get.
3: Like, sorry, go ahead, Joel. Yes, yeah, sorry. sorry. Uh, maybe we'll get like you know like JD exclusive. exclusive yeah, Euro exclusive. Like stuff. yeah, like colorways and stuff like that. I, th- like with fashion I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. I heard.
0: I heard that. Uh, JD sports also owns size. I don't know if there's any truth mm. to that or not. Oh, Cause I remember, oh. I remember a couple of years ago, maybe last year, there was rumor that size was going to be coming to Toronto. I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast, but it was kind of like murmurs mm. that size was going to come to Toronto and Canada. So maybe this is like the, uh, the envision or what is actually happening in that little maybe. realm. So maybe size oh. will come to Canada Maybe livestock will turn to size. Now we don't want to start speculating here. You didn't hear any fake news on True to Size. <laughs> yeah. But Size is going to have 14 locations in Canada. So, <laughs> uh, Next, we've got some more sneaker auction news. It seems like every month there's an insane sneaker op- auction. And we've got another one. So in a year where high-priced sneaker auctions have ruled the news, we have another historic selling price for an iconic sneaker. Sotheby's is currently selling off a lot of eight sneakers they're calling Cult Classic Collection. So these pairs include Nike SB Dunk Low What the Dunks, OG Bread Air Jordan 1 from 1985, the Para Nike Dunk SB Low, the friends and family version, so that like dark green-ish one, uh, the Nike Dunk Low SB Pigeon signed by Jeff Staple, and also the pair in question, a size 8 Nike Dunk High Floam, which was designed by Futura for love or Whoa. money. Um, yeah. So that pair in particular was limited to 24 pairs in the entire world. Uh, most pairs were given to friends and family and a couple of them were auctioned to the public. This shoe sold for a whopping. What was that, Joel?
1: Whopping.
0: One more time, Alvin.
1: Wet
0: I'm joking. <laughs> Whopping sixty three thousand dollars USD. Oh, man. That is an eye- eyebrow razor. Sixty three thousand dollars USD for a size eight Nike Dunk High Floam. Wait till we put Bro, wait till we put that on how much is that? we just compare that to any. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: oh. but
0: uh, so yeah, it was uh proclaimed the most expensive pair of Nike Dunk SB Nike just Nike Dunks ever sold. I guess That's for I guess show. for now, $63,000 is a little bit insane. There was also a pair of prototype/sample like early production Paris SB lows in that same lot. They were expected mm-hmm. to sell between $70 and $80,000, they did not sell at all. So no. So maybe when that pair ends up ultimately selling, you know, it'll go for $64,000 USD. And we can do this segment all over again. (laughs) Next up, previously in Kicks. This is the part of the show where we review our latest pickups and recap (laughs) the latest happenings in our sneaker lives. Excuse you. Robitussin, Alvin. Robitussin. Excuse me.
1: Yep.
0: Alvin, you may go first so you can speak right after you cough.
1: Sweet. That'll help a lot. <laughs> um so the Famo Red Adidas sent us over the ZX2K boost. Um if y'all haven't checked it out yet, it's on our uh Instagram profile. Um honestly it's a it's a comfy shoe, man, and the colorway is pretty dope. Predominantly white. Um the midsole's got like a royal blue with some orange on it. And, uh, it's mad comfy. Oh, that boost is hella squishy. Um, and they're, 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 they're telling people to, to feel the ZX science. And honestly, man, you guys got to do it because they're comfy. They're cheaper than like a, they're cheaper than an ultra boost, but like they're a little bit more expensive than like a regular, I don't know, just like walking shoe. Yeah. Running shoe. But like they're, they're worth it, man. And they're pretty stylish. Like you can really just rock them out on the street. You don't even necessarily have to run in them
2: so
1: mm. they're dope shout out to Adidas canada
0: um and, yeah dope um joel anything for you in the last seven days for me
3: um no nothing nothing nothing
0: nothing yet nada i don't know why i said yet because i don't know that you, you have anything <laughs> <on> it. <laughs> it almost sounded like a threat like <laughs> nothing yet <laughs> Uh, so for me, I also was blessed with the, uh, Adidas ZX2K Boost. Like Alvin said, super comfortable, a good price point at 180 Canadian. Like he said, it's less than an ultra boost, a little bit more than a regular running shoe. So it falls right into that mid tier. Under $200 for that comfort is, uh, unbeatable. It's a great price Whoa. point. Uh, they also blessed me with the, uh, HU Human Race Extra I. So the, uh, the NMD, the Pharrell line that I hasn't seen a return in quite some time. They did the trail ones for a while, but this is the first yeah. time they've gone back to the regular HU NMD in quite some time. So they were originally a, uh, I want to say, I know it was Asia. I want to say Japan, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, originally exclusive to Asia. And then I th- believe it was two months ago. That happened, and now they have their North American slash global release that happened last week. So I was blessed with the gray pair of those. And then today, right before we started recording, I got the uh, Reebok uh, Zig Connecticut A Life collaboration. A Life's a cool brand, man, and it's a cool shoe. Like, yeah. we had the. Uh, The other Zig Connecticut, we had the Billionaire Boys Club Zig Connecticut, and that that was a cool shoe. It was like the mint chocolate chip looking ice cream shoe. And now this one is just like a plain plain white upper. It's got the very bold branding on the side. It literally just says A-Life New York across the side of the shoe in like black script. And then it's got like a translucent outsole slash midsole. So you can see to the below layer and the below underlay has like... A Life uh, designed in New York, Gel Connecticut. Like it's pretty cool detailing on there, and you've got the A Life Reebok branding on the tongue. So those were really cool. So thank you to Adidas Canada and Reebok Canada for all that stuff. Uh, incredibly generous in the last little while, and we can't thank you enough for that. Next, Ooh. thumbs up, thumbs down. In this part of the show, we give our opinion on various sneaker-related topics with zero context or discussion. All we're allowed to say is thumbs up or Thumbs down. Oh, I tried to pause for dramatic effect and Joel coughed in my dramatic effect pause.
2: Sorry.
0: <laughs> is everybody sick? This is crazy. Know, Holy smoke. Flu season. Don't, don't forget yeah. to get your flu shot, everybody who's for listening.
2: Real,
0: um, so this week, thumbs up, thumbs down. Very simple. Hyped slides. So I'm talking like Supreme slides, OVO slides, expensive slides. Hyped Slides, Alvin. Down. Ooh, I'm thumbs up. Joel, thumbs up. Woo!
2: <laughs> I love thumbs up,
0: thumbs down. It's one of my favorites. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's just so much tension on days like this.
2: <laughs>
0: Next up nsr we talk about sneakers a lot so in this weekly segment we're gonna take 30 seconds out of the show to discuss something completely irrelevant to the world of sneakers and i saw this on i believe it was sean go's instagram story earlier in the week and it's a good question so it's it's up for discussion now here on true to size do you brush your teeth before you go to the dentist (laughs) Like some would argue that that's like changing your oil before you go to the mechanic. Like why would you, you're going to the dentist for a cleaning and you're going to clean your own shit. So t- I'm going to answer first with all that being said, absolutely. I clean my, I brush my teeth, give them a claw. <laughs> like I'm making sure that when that dentist or-, or hygienist opens my mouth, she's like, oh my goodness, like you must floss every day, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. which I do not. Every day, every, every day,
1: no. right before a dentist.
0: Every, <laughs> every today.
2: <laughs>
0: so Alvin, does that mean that you're on the same boat as me?
1: Yeah, man. Plus, like, if I ate something nasty, like I don't want them smelling my breath. That's like torture for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a jerk. Um, That's true. be on, a like, jerk. What, like either way, like even if I didn't eat before, I'll still brush my teeth. Like it's just for me, it's common courtesy. Um, because they can smell that shit, man. Like, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? There was there was
0: one time where I had an everything bagel right before, so I had like all the. <laughs> the like poppy seeds and like sesame seeds all over (laughs) and she was like did you just have a bagel so that (laughs) that was like scarring enough that like i don't want you knowing what i just ate (laughs) (laughs) stay out of my business lady (laughs) uh joel yes or no or it's not thumbs up thumbs down but yes or no to uh brushing your teeth before you go to the dentist
3: yeah man like you gotta brush your teeth um Mm -hmm. like i brush my teeth and then I have a coffee, and then I'll have like some some. I'll have some strawberries afterwards, and then, like you know, I'll go to the dentist. No, so. <laughs> nah, but you gotta brush your teeth though, man. You know, and and, and you know, run that floss in there. You know, like you know, just like what you said. Like, oh, you've been brushing your teeth. Your teeth are so shiny. They're so white. You've been flossing. Yeah. We
0: just want the oral hygienist to big us up. Like we don't even. We just want to feel good about ourselves. That's it. (laughs) Even though we're paying them to clean them for us. We're we're going to scrub for 10 minutes beforehand. I need to know if there's any dentists or oral hygienists or whatever the uh, correct terminology is. Let us Mm. know if you actually care. If someone is yeah. coming to get a cleaning or whatever, a touch-up, I don't know what they're they are called, if you care if that person brushes their teeth or if you think they even should. Like, are we putting you out of a job if we brush our teeth too much? Because if we brush our teeth too much, I don't need to go to the dentist. That's not true. Go to the dentist. But...
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. You should still go to the dentist. Still go, still go to the yeah. dentist
0: and also brush your teeth two times a day. Next yeah, week, man. I'll be telling you about how I can brush my teeth in a very hype way. I'm going to give that as a, as a hint <laughs> of something way. I need to talk about next week. That's about 30 seconds. Next up, <laughs> errors, the- edits, and e-messages. We're pretty smart guys, but from time to time we make mistakes. So if you catch us slipping, hit us in the DM and we'll let the world know that we goofed. And this, uh, So there was a couple this week, but one really notable one from uh, I believe his name was Jose. His Instagram is I don't want to say it wrong but it's Mavis Tarnado M O V I S Tarnado. Um, mm-hmm. Jose and he says this is very blunt and I tried not to be offended. I noticed that mm-hmm. Alvin replied to this in a very politically correct way and I appreciate that. But he mm-hmm. says damn Lawrence sounds like the biggest fucking hater on the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what the- And it was when we talked about the Warren Lotus dunks. So yeah, yeah. just, and then he follows it. Like Alvin was going back and forth with him and he ends up saying like, I feel you. I get it. It's annoying as fuck to see people do stuff like that. But like you guys said on the pod, why is it okay for BAPES does and not Warren Lotus Um, only because of the colorway. Come on now. That's just the exact same thing. Just my opinion. And he says, anyway, anyways, keep doing your thing. Love the pod. And I look forward to listening every week. Very entertaining. So, first of all, I didn't take it seriously, uh, Jose. So you did not offend me, and uh, mm. I'm gonna give. So, like, we'll we'll go through this again really quickly because I think we covered it pretty at and at, at, in length last week. Um, mm. But essentially, he says, "Is it just the colorway?" And honestly, yeah, kinda. Like, if this was, like I said last <laughs> week, if this was three years ago, he wouldn't have done that colorway. He wouldn't have done that shoe. Like to me, they would been, been the
1: Jordan bread one. It would
0: have been, yeah, it would have been a bread one and it was still would have been wrong. Like for me, yeah. yes, the colorway is important because, like I said, if it was a triple brown, I wouldn't care and no one else would either. And that's not yeah. what he wants. He wants people to care because he wants people to buy it. Yeah. He's riding the hype of something else. Like stuff sure. Like what, I think I said this last week too, but I'm not a Bapesta fan, so I'm not even defending the Bapesta it's just like, yeah. we're not going to have an episode talking about the babe stuff. Cause they came out in 2001. Like that would be a stupid episode to have in 2020. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, like it's, it's an exact copy and I'm seeing pictures of, of them coming in. Now they even come in like a gold Nike, like the Heineken one comes in a gold Nike SB looking box. And on the inside, it has the wood grain, same pattern that's on the Nike SB. like, there's a little on, there's man. a point where you know what he's doing like i understand the whole like he's trying to make them for the culture for the community so people can own it and yada 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 but like that's a little bit much and i think that anyone would agree that like come on like he, i think the only branding is like on the sticker it says like warren lotus whatever and then on the top of it he has like his logo instead of the nike on the logo. outsole too and the, the outsole. outsole he
1: put like wl on yeah so what's next you're going to you know come out with the air air mag lotus <laughs> Air wag lotus or Air wag <laughs> Air wag And it is it's a colorway real talk like it's just a colorway like if, if he had done something like you know, some that would relate to the movie. How does Heineken Dunk relate to, him, to to the Jason movie that he has on the swoosh?
0: Yeah, like you didn't hear us talking about this when he did the Jason Lowe version of this. Because I was like, okay, like that, there's the reason for it. Because he has a Jason version, like the white and red Low, And he mm-hmm. has the Jason swoosh. Okay, that makes a whole shit ton of sense. And that's pretty cool. That is a tribute. Right there. Yeah. That is a tribute.
1: Yo, he could have wow. done the Freddy Cougar, too, and I would have been, okay, cool. There you go. Makes sense. Yes. Do your fucking thing. Yes. But, like, now it's just, like, with the Heineken, the Stussy, and the Pigeon, it's just, like...
0: It's a money grab. And essentially, yes. Whatever. Like, All you right, can right, go okay. into it, yes, the sneaker game as a whole is a money grab, blah, 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 blah. But, like, this is a very dishonest way of getting a money grab. To me, at least, um, Jose, I absolutely appreciate your opinion. And, like, like nice. we said last week, if you if you like them or you don't have a problem with them, totally fine with me everyone's entitled to their own opinion (laughs) i respect (laughs) i respect it like all of that stuff personally for the three of us i think we all agree we don't we don't mess with it but if if you like them for 300 dollars us all the power to you nothing taking away from you uh Mm -hmm. thank you for the question or the comment jose
1: keep sending that in bro
0: yeah man yeah please like I don't want to hear, like, this is just a side note now. Like, we don't only want to hear if you agree with us in the EEEs. Yeah. I don't only want to hear, like, oh, you guys are so right. That was a great point you made. Like, that's that makes for boring content, to be honest. I want more of the, up. maybe, yeah, maybe slightly less aggressive than Jose was to start with. Uh, <laughs> Lawrence sounds like a fu- the biggest fucking hater <laughs> was his exact words verbatim. I mean, I am a hater for that shoe yes i don't know if i'm the biggest hater of that shoe we'd have to do a poll and see if i come out on top
1: i've but heard some other people pretty bad <laughs>
0: i've heard some strong opinions elsewhere yeah, as well. yo. but i know what he means yeah i am i do i am that. a hater and like i mean part of being a hater is you don't have a reason for hating it you just hate it because and mm-hmm. like we said last week there is kind of a reason but there also kind of isn't a reason so yeah sure <laughs> i i slash we are haters but we also want to hear if you guys like have any disagreements with anything we say. Now I feel like we're going to get flooded with people calling us idiots and haters every week. But honestly, that's fine. That's fine, new. That's that's fine. New, bro. That's yeah. okay, man. We just usually don't read them and we block them instead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, the main discussion that I wanted to talk to you guys about this week. Is uh, as I mentioned at the top, it's about changes. That's a great song. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it's fall, the leaves are changing, season is changing, everything's changing. And I want to know just like in our sneakerhead existence, for some of us, it's been longer. For me, it's been about 10 years. For Alvin, maybe about 15. For Joel, about 20 um some things that have changed over the course of you collecting sneakers over the course of us being fans of sneakers even over the course of the last couple years as things have really changed in the sneaker game so we'll start it off with one thing and we'll start with alvin if we can and then we'll kind of just go around what's some of the biggest changes you've noticed in your sneaker buying habits and this can be from like the beginning since you started or just recently, or maybe there was like a tipping point for you where a lot changed at one time, but what are some of like the biggest changes in your sneaker buying habits that you've seen?
1: I mean, when, when I first started, it was like every other, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you guys. Every paycheck, there was at <laughs> least a purchase of one sneaker, if not more. Um, and that got worse when I started working at Foot Locker because of the discount. And on a fifty day, I'm not even gonna say how many <laughs> shoes was purchased because it's <laughs> too many. ridiculous and it's, it's it's dumb. Um and then what changed for me, I would say school. Not really though, no, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> School's when I started working at Full Locker and my changing my habits got worse. Um I would say um getting engaged was one of them Uh, sold a good chunk of my collection to fund uh, some of the the funds I needed for the ring for the wifey Um, and then purchasing a house definitely uh, changed my habits because you know definitely not purchasing as much and then instead of purchasing from the money that I earned at work it would be purchasing the money from uh, from what I earned from selling shoes that I've already had Um, and then You know, that's just how it's been now. Um, Especially because, like, uh, space constraint. Like, I I don't want to take up any more of Kaya's closets um, (laughs) with my shoes. And with another one coming too, I got to get rid of that. Other. I got to get rid of the shoes in the other closet now, just because, you know, I feel like a bad person. The other, other closet. The other, other closet, yeah. So uh, it's definitely going to change more now uh, with, the, with the other one coming. And, uh, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it for me.
0: So I'll go next, and we'll kind of just go in the same order for all these things. And, uh, like, for me, like, very much same as Alvin, working at Full Locker was definitely the worst influence ever when you're trying to Ooh. not buy sneakers. As he said, it was pretty much every paycheck. And it seemed like Jordan brand was just aligning releases with paychecks. It's like they knew when I got paid. And every single Saturday, the day after I got paid, there was a really good release. And for a good chunk of time, it was uh, every other week. So several pairs a month buying shoes. And and like he said, don't get me wrong, because that really loaded me up for when I purged. And I was just like this is amazing. There's just unlimited amounts of money coming in. I don't know if it was the same amount that I actually put into the shoe in the first place, but it felt really good for a long time when you're purging and you just have like a ton of money coming in after selling off old pairs you don't wear. So that was definitely something that changed for me. Like I don't do that anymore at all. I'm very selective. And as Alvin said, space is a huge issue. Like none of us have an unlimited amount of space. So you have to be really picky and choosy with what you're buying. And also like, when you have a lot of shoes, you realize what's important in a shoe that you are buying. So I think that, I mean, if I'm at like a pair a month, I think I'm good. I'm probably at just over a pair a month, like on average for the year. But like, I think that that's a pretty solid number to be at because then you know, you're really, um, putting a lot of thought into it. And I'm just as like a weird way of like spinning it, but like buying habits in the sense that like I feel like I don't buy as much new stuff and I'm looking more for old stuff. Yeah, like back so in like two th- the early 2010s, I was buying like new releases like crazy, but now the new releases like I barely even shake like an eye at. Like I just kind of like, "Oh, okay." And I'm still like searching for like older Dunks, older Air Maxes, like older stuff that I missed out or just stuff that I know isn't going to be around forever. And a lot of it is online. Like I find that I could do Facebook groups or whatever, but it's literally just like yeah, I'll just buy it off StockX and not leave my room. Like, if I have to pay the $40 duty, sure. But I save myself the hassle of, like, driving Ooh. to meet up with somebody and, like, fucking Ooh. where who, who wherever knows. And, like, is it going to be real? Am I going to, like, all these things? So, I find that is, like, a huge thing for me now, too. The, the, most of it is online. If not all of it is online. Unless I see a really good deal somewhere, which I don't even usually look for anymore. That's another thing. I used to be on Kijiji and all those forums, like, crazy. And now I just, like, stay away. Because I feel like I'm going to buy something I don't need if I'm just browsing. I don't want to browse. Yeah. I want to, like, search with yeah. purpose and buy with purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel, what about you? How have your buying habits changed over, like, the 20 years-ish you've been buying sneakers?
3: Oh, man. Like, I'll probably say, like, start off, like, um, like price points. Uh, like, retail prices of, of what they're going for yeah. nowadays. Um, it's pretty much, like, doubled from when, when I started started buying before they were like you know 150 170 for a pair of jordans like you know what i mean it was you know that was easy for me like every week like you guys said like it was like a cop two cops two bags i'm walking out there with two bags sometimes it'll be like a fam cop like i would like literally some guys that i would usually buy from it would be like yeah it's a fam cop it's a fam cop like i would (laughs) would buy yeah i would buy for for myself i would buy for mayor and i would buy it like you know crib shoes or or baby shoes for Jomar, and it would be like the whole deal. Like it would be just all the same, the same shoe. So and that would cost you like, like two fifty. Like part... Nowadays, it's like not even man. It's like, yeah. yo, do you have like payment plans or something? Yeah,
0: literally now, <laughs> now it's like five hundred yeah, bucks real. or six hundred bucks if you're me. doing that. Back then, it's like two fifty for the whole fam.
3: Yeah, yeah, I cannot Whoa. cannot do fam cops anymore anymore. <laughs> and just like you guys, like you know, we 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 all get older. We all got like priorities. Um family priorities, you know, Jomar's like in rep ball. That's like a good 1500 or uh, 1500 right there just to put him in rep in, in rep basketball. So, Jeez. It's it's money, right? And it's like, you know, you got your you got your priorities to 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 like, you know, figure out. And you know, sneakers right now, it's, you know, it's it's a good thing that I've started collecting and buying from way back because now I'm right. just sitting right right, right on them and, and you know, I I'm seeing them like getting retro and whatnot when you got the OGs sitting downstairs, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's like, you know, it's, it's pretty much definitely the prices that have changed big time. Um, The way of buying has changed big time. And um, just like you, uh, Lawrence, it's like, you know, I'm searching for like older stuff, like on Kijiji and, and whatever. And it's, and it's not like the stuff that it's, it's not much browsing. It's more or less like I'm focused on, on like one thing, and I'm searching for that for that older thing, like you know what I mean. So it's very targeted. But yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're very selective when you get older and whatnot. So
0: you have to be, and I don't even know if it's necessarily age; just being in the game for so long. Like you, like I said, you yeah. realize what you need, and there's like the little quirky pairs. Like I'm sure the pairs that Joel's looking on for on Kijiji are like. Random, (coughs) random GRs from like 2006. (laughs) Like, just like the not even the hype stuff. Like, it's that's the kind of stuff you realize you're missing in your collection like 15 years down the road. And you're like, I need to find a pair of these random Nike Dung Lows that released in two stores in Asia that were a GR and I don't know where they are. Um, How about uh, the way you use social media, guys? So, like, Instagram Mm. has now been around for, I think, most people jumped on Instagram in like 2010, 2011 sneaker, Instagram followed very soon after. Um, like it's, it's a huge thing now. It's way bigger than it was when it started, but I find that person, like, actually I'll let Alvin go first. Um, I don't want to steal any thunder Alvin, go ahead. Yeah. How is your, uh, how is your Instagram or social media in general changed over time or has it?
1: Um, Oh, yeah, heavy, bro. I used to use Instagram like I used Twitter. Like, I used to just try to update people about my life through photography. I don't want to say photography because back in the day, it was, like, the worst photos of life. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's what I used to use it as. And now it's just, like, I've definitely stopped posting as much as I used to because it used to be, like, stupid stuff that I would post. Like, oh me eating this. <laughs> Here's a french oh. fry. Seeing Lawrence and Joel today. <laughs> and that was like a post, right? But now that there's like stories, like that lets you share what you're doing within your stories as opposed to making an actual mm. post on your feed, which is which is great. That was game changing. Um yeah, it's huge. So now it's just like I try to make sure that my posts are, you know, dope and like in quality, not not just for not necessarily for people to see, but I want it to be for me. Like I want to be happy with whatever I'm posting and if it doesn't look good, I'm not going to post it kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I mean, now it's more of like me trying to showcase my skill in photography and me trying to adapt, you know, or learn new things as opposed to, you know, using it to update people of what I'm eating.
0: (laughs) That would be a lot of True. posts if you just every time you ate.
1: Oh, bro, you I post, eat like so. every five minutes, dog.
0: <laughs> you could have posted six times already just during this podcast recording. Um, He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> munching on Smarties right now. Uh, yeah. So, oh, that's just water. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I thought it was a water bottle full of mini M&Ms. <laughs> You know, when you're a kid, and you take a shot out of the tube of like mini MMs, yeah. <laughs> or like the yep. smar- the Halloween Smarties, like the little box, and you just do one, two, three, and I'm gonna take a shot of Smarties.
1: Yeah, and then one accidentally gets stuck in and your then, throat, and you start yeah. choking, and then, <laughs> you,
0: and then you choke, and you don't do that anymore <laughs> until next Halloween.
1: <laughs> for
0: For me, by the way, Smarties for any American listeners are basically MMs; they're just Canadian. Um, for me, <laughs> social media has changed. In the sense that, yeah, I don't post as much. I I think we were all a little bit more free with what we posted uh, when Instagram first came out. You would post like daily, just random shit, and it would be with like a really bad filter, and that would be the end of it. And you would get like three likes, and then you would move on. Um, Mm -hmm. Stories definitely changed a lot. Like, I find myself, obviously, like most people, posting a lot more on stories than I do on my main feed. And I used to take pictures of my shoes, like, pretty much every day of the year i would take a picture of my shoes and it would just be like a bend down yeah. turn your phone upside down take a photo edit it and post it and move on and i think that styling. exactly yeah like that was the whole thing for a while and that's not a thing anymore like i think all of us have kind of like moved on from like the daily posting of sneakers and we put a lot more i think thought and time into thinking about the posts we're going to make Um, so yeah, for me, like social media has changed in that sense. Like I use it more for news and like that rather than just like posting every single day about what I'm wearing. I feel like what's weird Uh is I feel like I'm wearing more now. I'm just posting less. I don't know if you guys agree with that or not. Like I would back then when I was posting so often, I would make sure that I'm wearing something quote unquote really cool because I had to post it. So I'd find myself wearing a a steadier rotation of just like, quote unquote, cool or hype shit. And now I'm just like, I don't care. Like, I want to wear something that looks good or nice with my outfit. It doesn't matter if it's going to get a lot of likes. So I'll wear it on a day to day basis more than I would in the past. That I mean, it helps me a lot, like not posting as much for sure. Uh, Joel, how has your social media game changed over time?
3: Yeah, just like you guys, um, it would be like, you know, food food like you know what i'm eating or or like you know where i'm going and stuff like that or you know what kind of watch i'm wearing oh yeah that was a good one some stupid shit like you know what i mean and now it's like just you just like what you said it's like you know now it's more of like okay i gotta put more thought process into it and i gotta find like you know the right setting and you know like all that stuff like for like sneaker shots and whatnot but but it's it's changed big time man like you know, it's it's all all like you know, now we have stories, like you said, and and, and and you know, we share that mostly and and I barely like if you can see like I barely post anymore. Um it's just because you know, I'm I'm more selective on like what I wanna post and and whatnot. And you know, I just don't wear that much I don't I don't go through my rotations as much as I used to do I used to before. So that might be another thing too, but but yeah, man, it's just you know it's just, it's just the way it is. It's
0: like you know. My favorite is when, because Joel has his Finsta slash personal Instagram. Um, yeah, yeah. My favorite is when Joel posts the exact same picture on both Instagrams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With the same yeah. caption on both Sheep. on both Instagram Sheep. accounts, that's my favorite change to Joel's social media in the last ten years. Him creating a personal slash non sneaker Instagram and then yeah. posting the same picture on both of his Instagram
3: because that's where all the food pictures go. <laughs> yeah, that's why.
0: You <laughs> see, he says to the podcast listeners, "Yeah, I don't post yeah. food as much anymore." No, he yeah. posts it. Oh, we see oh, it. <laughs> you it, don't see just,
3: it. It's it's on my personal like. Yeah.
0: It's on his it's on his Finsta account. Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. What
0: about in the sneakers? Changes in the sneakers that you wear. So we talk about all the time with our guests, like the sneakerhead timeline, and I think everyone goes through different changes in the sneakers that they originally start buying and wearing to the sneakers that they start buying and wearing now. Uh, Alvin, what have what's kind of changed in the sneakers that you wear now as opposed to when you first started?
1: Um. Well they're definitely less bulky. Um more of a runner style as opposed to a basketball shoe because of how my style has changed. Um used to be in those baggy, baggy ass pants. The big sweat. Uh, pants. Which are yo, know, they're back now, which is dope. Um, but I still feel more comfortable in like a little bit of a slimmer pant. So I'm gonna stick to that right now because I'm old and um yeah, right now, man, just with with everything that I'm wearing, like my button-ups and just like more fitted pants, it's like the low cuts and, and you know, the only like the only high tops I, I can rock or I I choose to rock right now because it's all I have are like Jordan 1s, 3s, and sometimes my 4s, but that's about it. Like I don't even – I have 11s, but those don't see the light of day. Um, so I'm more geared towards runners like New Balances, Adidas, and like the Nike Air Maxes and stuff like that. um
0: for me i feel like the stuff that i wear same thing like everyone and it definitely goes with like this trends and what the brands are releasing but i was super into the bulky stuff like you know foam posits and like all those shoes back in like the early 2010s and like just like you said with style trends it's impossible to wear a pair of foams now with like a pair of tapered jeans or even tapered sweatpants it kind of looks off depending on the pants you're wearing so i still have A couple pairs of foams but like alvin said they rarely see the light of day we're just all hoarders so we won't get rid of anything but uh (laughs) which is awful but anyways (laughs) so that's definitely changed i find myself more drawn to i try my best not to see brand as much as a lot of what i buy is one brand it's like impossible not to see brand but I tried to not see brand and go more so for like what I'll actually wear and what I think I can put together a cool outfit for um like I feel like when I first started buying sneakers I was wearing like everything like I had Puma I had like crazy Pumas I had crazy Adidas I had so much stuff like when I was first buying stuff and I think that you just kind of like have to narrow it down just because of money and space like, if I had unlimited amounts of money and unlimited amounts of space, I would have every shoe from every brand. Like, we talk about different sneakers and different brands every single week, and there's so much stuff that's super dope, but, like, you can't buy everything. Like, you really can't. So, obviously, you go yeah. with what you know, and what I know is Nike and Jordan, so that's what I find myself wearing the most, but I was wearing a ton of different shit back in the day, and that's definitely something that hopefully switches back for me at some point. Like, I'm able to, to like branch out a little bit more again but yeah i've definitely seen a, a change in that sense where it's like lots of brands to less brands and then lots of bulk to less bulk um joel what about you i feel like joel has been wearing the exact same stuff ever since i've known him but maybe there's a change yeah. in there somewhere that uh i don't know about
3: like you've nailed you nailed it man it's like <laughs> it's it's the same shit like from from back then like i started off with posting up about like you know like Puma Suede's and whatnot, and 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 like you know the old school stuff, and and it's just a revolving thing for me, and it's it's coming back, so it's 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 nothing nothing really new, other than like you know new newer colorways of you know sneakers and whatnot, but but that's about it. You know I'm coming back to Air Forces, and you know the the runners are still there, you know the the Nike the Air Maxes. Now I'm getting you know into the ZXs and whatnot, but it's it's all there, new balance. It's it's more. It's 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 always been a diverse um collection and it's and you know it's it's still the same, so yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, Joel has like a really boring sneakerhead timeline. Like he doesn't Yeah,
3: it's boring. <laughs> Joel doesn't
0: follow the trends, he waits for the trends to come back around to follow him. <laughs> he's, he's like, Puma suede are gonna come back. I'm just gonna keep wearing them forever, it's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah. and then the last thing so we're going to close it out with uh, not a change that you've seen <coughs> in the past but a change that you hope to see coming in the future so you have to do a, a, play a little bit of fortune telling here so maybe in the next 5 years or 10 years what's a change and this can be a personal change this can be a change in sneakers in general but what's one like cool change or one change you would hope to see upcoming in the future and we'll start with Alvin again
1: Upcoming in the future. Damn. Well for me personally, I would love to see me be able to liquidate some pairs. Oh really? Yeah. Cause right now it's like um I'm in a headspace where it's like I wanna get rid of stuff, but I can't because everything has already been like filtered.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know how many, knew, but how many to, times can you purge, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I need to purge again. So it's like, I want to be able to be in a headspace where it's like, you know what? I'm good. You were good to me, but go to a better home kind of thing. Um,
0: That's a tough thing to do.
1: It's hard, bro. Like, I've been trying for the past six months, and I've just been buying more shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole mood right there. <laughs> yeah,
1: so... <laughs> um but also like with with everything going on, like with uh with JD Sports, you know, buying livestock and stuff, I'm thinking maybe the runners running game will get stronger in Canada. Like you kind of see a resurgence. Mm-hmm. Everyone been, everyone hopped on the nineties when the when the when the cool OG like quote unquote OG esque colorways came out, like the pink, the blue, yeah. up, orange, and all that stuff. Um and then everyone's been hopping on New Balance lately, and then recently everyone's been like loving the ZX, which is great because I've been loving the ZX from time, right? So to maybe see more of that culture uh, in Canada would be pretty dope.
0: <clears throat> That's a very good answer. I, I think I agree with you um, in the sense that I'd like to feel more comfortable letting things go, Um. I think we all as sneakerheads as collectors obviously you'll find sentimental value in literally anything that you can like in any in any way like it could be in sneakers like it could be like oh I remember the one time that I wore this and I had a good burger and like I'm never going to get rid of this shoe because I liked that burger nice. Or it could be, <laughs> like, like, anything. Like, you'll find sentimental value. Like, I'm sure that most of us who, who collect sneakers also collect other shit. And it'll be, like, the stupidest, smallest stuff. Like a pin or a magnet or, like, a shopping bag from a cool store that you went to. Like, all those kinds of things. And, like, something I always try to tell myself is that, like, that memory is going to live on regardless of whether I keep the shopping bag from Kith when I went in 2011 or not. Like, I'm going to remember that I went to Kith, so I don't need to keep this shopping bag. So it's just being able, like, <laughs> I think more comfortable in the sense that, like, I think a lot of people on the show, guests on the show in the past have said it, like, be more com- be comfortable knowing that someone else has it and enjoys it, or be comfortable, like, enjoying it through somebody else who does have it, or be comfortable yeah. looking back at your own photos and being like, oh, man, I love that shoe, but I never wore it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. miss it. Because I find that, I've sold a lot of sneakers like I've owned and circulated through or whatever, like so many shoes and I can't think of anything off the top of my head. At least I'd probably have to sit down and really think about it. Something that I like actually really heavily regret getting rid of. Most of the time, once it's out the door, maybe the first day you're like, or the the, like right before going to the meetup, you're like, Oh, I hate that I have to get rid of this. But like a year later, you're not like, Oh, I really need it. And if you and if you are feeling that way, then it's probably best just to go out and rebuy it and sell something else and try the cycle all over again. Um, So that's my advice basically to myself, to Alvin and to anyone listening. Like if you're considering selling it, that probably means that you're good to sell it. Like if it can even if it's a pair that can even cross your mind that I could sell this, then you could probably sell it. Like, if you can even fathom that thought and bring it to existence in your mind, then that is a good enough indication that you can get rid of it. It's obviously gonna be hard, it's never easy, but, you know. So that's definitely for me. And then hopefully being able to, after liquidating some more, being able to diversify and just have a little bit more diversity in the collection. It's so hard to be able to appreciate and buy from multiple, multiple, multiple brands, especially for me, because I am such like a purist and I want to have everything of one thing. But it's so fun to be able to collect from different places. So that would definitely be a goal for me, just to be able to diversify a little bit more, um, but remain within my means at the same time. Uh True. Joel, what about you? What's uh one hmm. thing you hope to see change, whether it be in your own sneaker life or in the sneaker life of the world, uh what's one change you hope to see in the future?
3: Um I don't know, hopefully like hopefully in the future. I don't know, man. Like I could see like sneakers like runners being a big thing. Um just like what Alvin says, um everybody hopping on like you know, Adidas, the whole A to ZX thing. It's just fire right now. It's it's boosting like, you know, all the all the runner heads to to come out and, and scoop up Adidas ZX's um and you know the the collabos that they're doing is just is just straight fire. It's just straight craziness. So so that's another thing. Um but one thing that, that I do hope um that, that happens in the future is I don't know. I don't know, maybe <laughs> It's hard, man. You really set, you really
0: set that up like you were gonna have a really big answer, and then
3: it yeah, was, I don't know. <laughs> there's nothing there, man, because it's like I don't know. Like if I could maybe sell a couple pairs just to get get that one pair, you know it's it's nothing it's nothing new to me. Like I've done it before, and and you know yeah, it's it's up. you know it's it's feasible for me. So I actually hit up Tong, oh like NetMag, because <laughs> he posted the the Stussy's up. I was like, "Yo, I need these back in my life, bro." <laughs> and then he's like, "Bro, they actually sold like right, right, right at midnight." I'm you know, like, "Ah, oh,
1: no way!"
3: But I was like, "Yo, like if you ever come up here, across a pair in our size, because we're the same size, right?"
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
3: Like, yeah, let me know. Let me know. Uh oh. It's just like with with what you were saying with the ones that that you regret. Yeah, that's probably the one that that I regret the most. And, the Stussy. And, you know, yeah You're even though it wasn't it wasn't really my size, it was like half size bigger like i I still regret like you know getting rid of it
0: do you regret bro, do, that, do you bro. regret getting rid of it, or do you regret getting rid of it for the price you got rid of it at
3: <laughs> both man, <laughs> both I'd probably say both and throwing like the ostrich pair in there too, yeah, come on, man. that's
0: how you know dunks were dead. see, just they to bring were it, dead, bro this is they the last dead. time. This episode, at least, that we're gonna talk about Warren Lotus. That's how you know that Dunks were dead. Joel couldn't sell a pair of actual Stuces, not a Worn yeah. Lotus Stuicy, an no. actual pair of Stuces yeah, with man. another pair of shoes for over a hundred dollars.
3: Yeah, look, That's... like I had, I had the I had the Stuces up like on Kijiji on the Facebook Market, well, the forums back then, the pages they were up there for like a hundred bucks. And then I just threw in the Stussies just because, you know, it was it was sold to like to, to a friend. Right. And I was like, "Yo, I'll just throw these in for you if you want. Like, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I'm not going to be sitting around another four weeks trying to sell yeah. the ostriches for a hundred
1: bucks. So <laughs> oh, man, for sure. that's
0: that's yeah. how you know that this was all the whole Warren Lotus thing was done now because of the hype, not because he wants. If yeah. he wanted everyone to have a pair of Stussies, why didn't he do it three years ago? Maybe he just discovered Stucy's this year, too, like a lot of other people did. Anyways, mm-hmm. I probably sound like a fucking hater again, which is fine, be- <laughs> because I am a fucking hater. Um, <laughs> shout out to Jose. He's my biggest fan. I appreciate you, Jose. I'm your biggest fan, too, Jose. Yeah, <laughs> <all
1: right. laughs> Thank you, boys.
0: Yeah, boys, it was a good episode. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we're back in person next week, if all goes well. If the uh, cases do not skyrocket, which they seem to be on the cusp of doing, but you know, if everyone does their yeah. part, it's been a while since we've mentioned this. But make sure you're wearing a mask, everybody. Make sure you're was- washing your hands. Make sure you're staying six kilometers apart from anybody near you, <laughs> because man, it like. And Thanksgiving is this weekend, so if you're listening to this, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. Um, Hopefully you give your loved ones that you live with a nice tight hug and tell them that you love them because this year there's a lot to be thankful for in a time where uh, a lot of things are not going right in the world. But also, just remember that if you fuck up this weekend, like let's all have a kind of mediocre Thanksgiving so we can have a good Christmas. Like, if we make the sacrifices this weekend, exactly. and we avoid, you know, the big family parties and all that kind of thing, and we just hunker down, and we, you know, you can still have your turkey, can still have, with your immediate family, you know, have your turkey dinner and your stuffing and your cranberry sauce or whatever, um, do all that stuff, but make the sacrifices this weekend, so Christmas and New Year's, we can have, <laughs> hopefully, somewhat a normal uh, holiday. Yes, and That's my yes. plea to everyone, because, come on, guys, like, it's been eight months, like, We were doing really well for a while, and now it's getting back up there. So Yeah, man. Let's push back a little bit again, because I was really proud of what everyone was doing. I felt really proud of Canada as a whole for what was happening. So let's push back. Um,
3: Yeah,
2: straight up.
0: Thank you to everyone who has supported and or been a part of the podcast. Wherever you're taking in the episode, please leave a comment, review, follow, and or subscribe. We've got a Facebook group. We'd like to use a forum, sell stuff, and connect with you guys called CGS Talk. You can find it on Facebook.com slash groups slash CGS.talk. We've also got a website we use for reviews, recap stories, and much, 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 much more called CanadaGotSoul.ca. Don't forget to use hashtag CanadaGotSoul on Instagram for a feature. I've been Lawrence Hopkins. You can find me at LDoggyStyles on Instagram. Woof.
3: I'm Joel Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney, J-O underscore D-3-O's-N-E-Y.
1: My name is Alvin Quincy, and you can find me at M-I-S-T-E-R-Q and then Mart. And
0: thank you for listening to us talk about sneakers for 140 episodes. And please remember to rock your kicks. This has been True to Size. We have been CGS, and we are out. Peace. Peace. Oh god. My bad. Thanks for saving that you one. Good,
1: bro. <laughs> yeah, man. No. Oh man, it was so hard. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Holy shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what else is so hard?